Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston here with Jesse Smiles for episode 35? Five, yes. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I feel so weird with these giant headphones. I know that's your thing, but I, guys, my AirPods broke like literally right before we filmed. So next episode, hopefully I won't have these. But anyway. Desperate times, desperate measures. Yeah. Also, I this would be a good time to uh, bring up, I see this comment a lot and I've responded to it a few times, but um, people ask a lot for me why I have two pairs of headphones on. <laughs> and um, it is going to feel like it doesn't make sense because I still scream all the time, but I do wear two pairs to make myself scream less because in one of them I can hear myself and in one I can hear Jesse. It's very complicated and I don't even, I was trying to think of why we do it the way we do and there's reasons well there is but also i feel like so many people still which is insane do not know that we are not in the same room oh yes well first of all that i know it seems insane because i never thought this was possible and lily did not think this was possible either when we first started i knew it was possible but i didn't think it was going to be like something that was going to be feasible week after week also there's a couple of production things i want to clean up clear up not clean up two things number one is that that we're not in the same room lily Lily is the one who does the coloring, right? So she figured out how to make it look like we're in the same room. I'm in Georgia, she's in California. I personally hate split screens on podcasts. It makes me feel like very disconnected. I know some of you guys feel the same way. So we wanted to make it feel like we're in the same room, but we are very much so not. So a lot of people were like in the pink sauce episode, like why can't you just pass the pink sauce to Jesse? Like why I'm doesn't dying she just try? I'm like, do they think I'm just like rude and just not offering? I'm like, no bitch, you don't get to try. I bought it, this is my pink sauce. You don't get to have any. Literally. And then the second thing is I edit too, guys. Everyone seems to think you're the only editor here. Where? What? I feel like a lot of the time when they're commenting, because I did see a few editing comments like the last one, it's because they're commenting on specific aspects of it, which I did happen to do last episode. You mean the assets of Michaela? Um, well, and it was like me coming in from the past and stuff oh, like that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like, and sometimes we'll go over if one person edits one, the other person will put a little, little of their touch on it. But we both edit the show. Do. We do. We do. Yes. No, we send it back and forth a few times usually, Little, and then um, I end up doing the last export, which is why I'm always the one telling you what, like, when it's going up is because I have to do the final coloring. Also, it would be absolutely, like, insane if Lily was just editing this by herself every week. It's really a lot of work. I don't even know why, because I, I edit other podcasts, and they don't take me this... But we're so heavily edited. Yeah, and it's not like we're cutting a lot out. It's more the assets... And because we're not in the same place, there might be like slight delays or like we don't hear the other person quite as well. So that we're talking yeah. over each other and not like on top of the already talking over each other from being excited. We're doing it because mm -hmm. we genuinely like didn't hear what the other person said. That's the main reason we edit so he heavily. It's like we just need to make it make sense because it's so like we need to make something that's disconnected be connected because yes. it's not that we're not like talking right now, but we're not flowing as yes. well as like we try to make it. I'll definitely like sometimes anyway. like there'll be even like a laugh reaction and it doesn't it's like a little delayed and it's just weird so I'm like okay that happens. There'll be me. so because you know I don't know if you relate to this but like sometimes I'm so focused on what I'm saying I'm not quite looking at your reaction but then when I'm editing it I am looking at your reaction and you don't laugh until later and I'm like damn she didn't think that was funny like I'll literally just think that while well, I'm editing I but then you laugh like five seconds. innately later. delayed reactions anyway for like I, I won't even realize you said something and then I like do five minutes later I'm like oh yeah but also a lot of the times I just don't hear you right 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 because the with my two headphones set up the shitty ones are 
where your audio is coming through because those headphones plug into my phone and how Apple got rid of the headphone jack. It's my biggest gripe with them ever besides know, the fucking USB-C. I guess the rest of the world. Ha- anyway, not important. <laughs> and then I have my headphone jack for the other one, but there's no headphone jack in the phone and that's where I need to listen to you from. Such anyway, a scam. It's very, very Such complicated and we go through a lot to get you this podcast and I'm sorry it was late last week. There was a lot going on. On top of the fact that uh, we did it twice. <laughs> yeah, and not us putting out like a movie that's the same length as the Titanic almost. Like it literally was so fucking long. Oh my god, are you too how oh my, how much younger are you than me? <laughs> uh, I'm turning thirty this year. Oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm only turning thirty three, so yeah, <laughs> not, not well, that much younger. <laughs> like, did you have a bunch of VHSs? Oh hell yeah. Did you have the Titanic one specifically? I wasn't a huge Titanic fan. Like, I didn't oh. like that movie very much. What? Found it like I, really you would depressing. be too. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> How weird is that? Not that weird. I was seven. I think I'm pretty sure I saw the original Lion King in theater. Well, that makes a little more sense than the Titanic where there's like a sex scene. <laughs> true, true. I just realized that after I said it. I like felt like I was like, uh, like my parents took me to see it and I felt like I was going to get in trouble. I remember when I was watching. <laughs> oh my God, me when I saw Not Another Teen Movie and I literally like went to my mom and confessed. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was going to bring up though that the VHS, um, it was a two VHS set. Oh. And I can remember exactly where they tell you to change the cassette. And it's because it was so long. It was so long. It didn't fit Shut on one VHS. Oh, love that! Mm-hmm. Oh my god, uh, vintage. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I actually still have it. Guys, 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 guys. I would say enough getting off the rails, but no, we must remain off the rails because oh, we have to tell you guys about something that's happening next week. Well, but, but back up, back up. I've been sick since the podcast went up. Since before the podcast went up, <laughs> like dying couldn't function. Was just like uh, we think it's related to my period, but it, it feels happens like once a month. So last month I was good. Th- you were this yeah. month. No. I was just out for like the last three days. I couldn't function at all. So I wasn't really reading my text that much, but I like did see this one that it was like, I couldn't really differentiate it from my actual fever dream and (laughs) whether it was real or not. Because as you're sick in bed, I must continue business. So I just, I do. Jesse's out here doing talent outreach. No, I did it. Okay, guys, we did outreach to you. I did mention in our Deaf Noodles apology tour episode that Stephen Marcus Relaford, who was the host of the roast, he was very close to Dennis, was on Twitter and like kind of denouncing Dennis and saying he didn't pay me and he screwed me over. Uh, uh. Well, I mentioned in that episode that I reached out to Stephen Marcus Relaford. I said, hey, Stephen, not sure if you remember me, but I'm a co-host of Do We Know Them on YouTube. And we covered a lot of Deaf Noodle stuff last year. (laughs) That's an understatement. We saw your tweets pertaining to the issue you've had with him. And (laughs) stop it. Pertaining to the issue. I do be efficient in the way I speak. What issue uh, is it that we are pertaining to? We saw your tweets pertaining to the issue you've had with him and are planning on covering it. So I wanted to reach out to you to give you a chance to comment on it from your perspective if you wanted to. If not, no worries. Hope you're well. So I haven't received a response yet. However, if by some chance I do get a response Uh, before this video, oh, we will definitely have an update. And I was going to, you know, let you guys know if he answered back. Well, he did, but it was not quite the response I was expecting. Now, I didn't like reach out to him and be like, hey, like, give me a, a, a 
quote or something. We I don't were know. I was about to do like a 60 minutes exclusive. Like it wasn't. No, at all. But I reached out very nicely, kind of wanted to give him the platform if he wanted it, because it seemed like from his tweets that he wanted. He, ha- he had some grievances to air. Yeah. And like he wanted people to hear it. That's what yes. the vibe I got. So I, I gave him the option of coming on our platform and, you know, or just giving me a statement, anything like I didn't care. And he responded literally being like, well, what's in it for me? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Wait, we had never updated you on his response in general. No, never. Because I was kind of taken aback from that. So I didn't want to share it. Pretty soon after we filmed, like we were going to do an update. But then the update was that we then like turned him down because he was like, what's in it for me? And we were like, well, nothing. nothing. (laughs) We're not here to like exploit people or like because he said like, oh, yeah, I remember you guys. You made a lot of content (laughs) off of us back in the day and all that stuff. And he seemed kind of like if he maybe had a bone to pick with us. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, that's okay, No problem. Like I literally told him I have no personal investment in this. Just wanted to offer you the platform, whatever. So we left it at that. He's like, okay, thanks for reaching out. Nice. It was not. He wasn't aggressive or anything. He just was kind of like, what's in it for us? Like, I think he's probably jaded, too, from the whole deaf noodles thing. And so he felt like, no, I'm not going to get exploited by another fucking youtuber type of thing yeah when for us it was more like hey want to come on our show and talk shit about death well we don't do interviews but we want to (laughs) to. listen i was telling lily this before we got you know started that i think that we're good options for being interviewers because i think we're like willing to hear people out because we're not like ethan klein for instance can be very aggressive in interviews sometimes like he's a good interviewer but sometimes like the liver king one was hard to watch because it's like he knows what's going to be funny but it's like pushing the envelope we don't push (laughs) the envelope would you say he's a good interviewer he is he's gotten a lot better if you watch his interviews like especially like recently he's uh interviewed a lot of science people and stuff like that he's well i guess i haven't ever watched them with like legitimate people i've watched them with like people he's having on as like the butt of the joke and then it's very uncomfortable and awkward no no he's not like that for the majority of his interviews like he is he's gotten it down lately but he still can pull out certain things that are like pushing the envelope because he knows it's going to be entertaining and funny we don't do that uh not because we don't want to be like entertaining and funny but we're non-confrontational people like we're not going to sit there very, and be like so I, I feel Steven. like it's a very neutral safe space <laughs> i am curious about a lot of things for you know Stephen marcus relifer like i have a lot of questions to ask him um just because i feel like there's a lot of behind the scenes during the roast that i want to know i want to know the mindset behind i really do long story short we left it at that he said thanks for reaching out we didn't talk and then yesterday he messages me and says okay I'm down to do an interview and I don't know what changed, but I told him, all right, let's do it. So on Tuesday, we are going to be interviewing Stephen Marcus Relliford. And the only reason why I am bringing this to you guys is because we have covered, we say this all the time, we've covered Deaf Noodles from the beginning to now. And I want to know if you guys have any specific questions for him that you would like us to ask and kind of get everyone involved on this because I'm curious about a lot. I got lots of questions just because I want to know more about the behind the scenes of the Deaf Noodles, you know, downfall. But... Do you guys have questions? That's why I wanted to bring it up. Well, so this is so funny because when she gave me this update. While you were dying in bed. Well, no, I feel like I finally got it, though, then when I was like, I I guess I finally processed it this morning when I was my first day, like, fully back in my body, feeling human again. And I was like, what the fuck are we going to ask him? She was like, I have so many questions. (laughs) And and at the time, I was like, like what? But now I'm kind of like, you know, actually, I have a lot of questions, too. First off, did you get paid at all? Right. Like, what did he promise you? How many people were there on a volunteer basis? Exactly. What did he tell you he did? Did you know he did internet drama? Oh, 
So many questions. Yeah, I do have a lot of those. Let us know if you have any others in the comments below because, yeah, this episode will go up before we talk to him. Yep. So Godspeed on that, but kind of exciting. Well, and also, <laughs> I don't want to watch it even really if you already did, but did you see he put up like an apology video, he being Deaf Noodles? I did see. You didn't see it? No, I did. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Um, I think I think I texted you this. I think he's genuinely sorry, but not for a genuine reason, if that makes sense. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, he's sorry. I, part of it, I, I felt bad. Like I was watching, yeah. I was like, it looks like he knows he fucked up. But then also I'm like, does he know how exactly though? Like, I kind of feel like he just like, it feels like a failed venture. It doesn't feel like he did anything wrong. I just think that he for a long time thought that that avenue that he was going in, the kind of aggressive, like he knows everything and he's a comedic genius route was gonna work out for him. And had it worked out for him, he wouldn't be there apologizing. I know that, like he wouldn't feel bad. I kind of feel like he thought also maybe like, I want to say like he felt like everyone else was in on the joke too but then I'm like I still don't know what joke there was, was to the be joke? in on but like for example even with like the Cavos thing with like I'm gonna murder you and straight like his humor just didn't land with yeah. anyone I feel like maybe he thought that it did and I think that him seeing people like Steven like speaking out and saying how disappointed they are obviously if he has humanity he's gonna feel bad so maybe he genuinely is yeah but like he doesn't address any of that no he doesn't I think honestly the vibe I got was that he was apologizing most to like Kavos <laughs> that's the vibe I got maybe um what was his name Papa Gut like audience kind of yeah I don't know but then I kind of feel like the audience you'd be apologizing to doesn't watch anymore yeah like I think that Steven might be able to kind of shed light a little bit on what like all I know is there was a bunch of roast battles and now this like, I'm just like so confused like I feel like there was a gap and then there was like a two-week like straight of just like haters blah 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 they're out to get us and ranting about nothing and then literally like no topics and giving opinions on anything no commentary just all about like haters and reading like the chat. And I feel like those of you who are, cause I saw, I don't know if you saw this comment on our last video, they were like, is Michaela the new deaf noodles? And I don't know if you meant that in a way of like the downfall or like, are we just gonna talk about Michaela all the time type of vibe? I didn't know which one. So I know there's people out there that are like, okay, who gives a fuck about deaf noodles? But I'm sorry, we have too much invested in this at this point. We have talked about this for too long. You think we're not gonna keep covering it? I feel like we could talk about such less interesting but like I feel like he did it was quite the it trajectory was, it was very interesting and as viewers we were needing to unpack it with you guys as it unfolded and that's why there's chapters on these videos so you can skip it if you want to exactly which this wasn't even really supposed to be a topic um but bro we have been rambling for we haven't even gotten to our first topic we've no just which honestly it's not that exciting of a topic but should we do a word from our sponsor first oh sure because we have a sponsor we again do you guys have a sponsor. oh my god thank god very excited so today's episode is sponsored by Paired, which is an app designed to improve communication, stay connected, and deepen intimacy as a couple, which, as you might have guessed, is not particularly <laughs> relevant for me because I am painfully single. But, um, Jesse, do you want to tell us how it might help out your romantic relationships? Oh, I'd love to. I'll keep them in mind for when I do have one eventually. <laughs> Basically, Paired does a bunch of different things to help you get closer to your significant other. They have fun quizzes, questions, you know, and encourages couples to talk more. It's not like a couple 
couples therapy thing that's just meant for couples who have like no communication. Like me and my husband, I like to think, have pretty good communication. But there's always new things you can learn about each other. You know, I just found out the other day <laughs> that my husband used to have a car wash, like a business, a car wash business. I never knew that. Okay, Walter White. <laughs> I literally was like, what? Like, I've lived with you for how many years? So it just pops up a bunch of random things that prompt you to really connect and talk to your partner, which I love. That's fun. I love a good question game. Yeah, and relationship therapists and experts in the same kind of category I was just talking about, they do actually help to create some advice on different relationship topics, which is nice. It's not therapy, but it's helpful. They have quizzes, couple games, questions. They'll ask you things like, what makes you feel lucky in your relationship? Things that make you really think, because I feel like you can get stuck in the day-to-day -day and everything just kind of seems not like roommate-ish but you just you have to co not everything's butterflies and rainbows all the time so when you're asked questions like that you're forced to be like hey I'm really lucky to have a partner in my case this is how I feel who just really understands my needs without me having to ask him every second of every day like hey I need this hey I need that like we are very in tune with each other we just know what each other needs when it comes to the kids the house, cleaning, everything. We're just super in tune. And it's easy to forget that when you're just existing every day. So it prompts you to really connect with your spouse. And it seems fun because it's like a lot of that stuff could be kind of cheesy and like weird to just be like, so why do you feel lucky to be with me? Yeah. But it's like nice to have a third party ask yes. where it feels like you're like removing the Oh my the God, that is so true. You don't even realize how, even if you've been with someone for years, it could be so awkward to have like conversations like that. Or describe what I do. What if you like couldn't? <laughs> So if you want to try it in your relationship, click the link in the description and you'll get 25% off paired premium so you can maintain and deepen your connection with your partner. And I'll do that when I get one. I believe in you, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much to Paired for sponsoring this video. We love you. We do. Thank you. Okay. Well, I, I don't even know how to preface oh, any God. of this. I told Jessie, like, she might have seen some of it, uh, but I told her not to open the Google Doc until I... Which is always scary okay. when Lily's handling it. I want to see if you can, like, guess who it is. It involves several people, but um, on the topic of couples, two people that have always been a big YouTube clickbaity couple. Rylan Adams and Shane Dawson. <laughs> no. no. Not, not a real couple. <laughs> Oh, oh. To my uh, knowledge, they've never been a real couple. A lot of use of the word crush. Um, millions and millions and millions of views. Is it Brent Rivera? Yes. I think I saw Marky talking about Brent Rivera. I'm so glad you guessed. If you aren't familiar with Brent Rivera's content, here's a quick overview. Some viewers began to notice a troubling trend in his videos. They seem to be strikingly similar to those of other channels. There are a number of people who he has seemingly stolen from. People like Preston, Mr. Beast, Lexi Hensler. But let's start with Airex, since he's the only person who's been calling him out publicly about it. Brent Rivera, you are most likely to copy my thumbnail. This is the video that was on the trending tab. I went on a hundred dates in 24 hours. I'm gonna be going on 100 dates in the next 24 hours. Brent made this video three days ago. His friend Jeremy made it three weeks ago. And Arak made the video seven months ago. 100 dates in 24 hours. Today I'm gonna be going on 50 dates at the exact same time. Just hang out right there, okay? <laughs> Or how about this one? Three months ago, breaking 100 rules in 24 hours. Eric is on the right. He made his video one year ago. Brent's on the left. He made it three months ago. Or how about this? I survived 50 versus $5,000 vacation. Brent Rivera four months ago. Shockingly similar to Eric's video from one year ago. I survived the $1 versus $100,000 vacation. And you can see the similarities in the thumbnails. The examples are endless. And these are just examples and video ideas that I've taken from one person. But as the allegations of theft have been spreading online like Reddit, old tweets have also been resurfacing from back in 2014 that called out Brent Rivera for stealing things off of 
of Tumblr back in the Vine days. Was he originally on Vine? Yes, ma'am. Was he 10? Probably. <laughs> How old is he now, actually? I'm curious. 12. No, literally, he must be like 19 years old or something. I don't know. He seems like two years old to me. He was on Vine and everyone thought he was just as annoying as everyone thinks he is now on YouTube. Oh my God. He's 25. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he literally looks 12. So I don't even know, like, you can open the Google Doc now. Okay. All right, here we go. The, the girl involved in the couple I was referring to, which is not really the part of the story that's My really life relevant. is Ava. Yes. Do you say our life is Ava? No, I think I said mine. Oh. <laughs> That's what we get for filming <laughs> across the country. Oh my God. Cut back to last episode when you said Kayla instead of Michaela. Holy shit, you guys. This is so, such an unnecessary tangent, but it was so weird and so funny. I have never been more confused at myself. Like, have you ever, I'm probably not because most of you probably don't record yourself doing things. Well, actually, I'm in social media. Have <laughs> you ever recorded yourself doing something and then you watch it back and like saying something, you watch it back and you're like, no, I didn't say that. What? I watched this clip back 50 times probably because I'm like, <laughs> there's no way. Because you guys, I say Michaela, but I don't say Michaela. I just say Kayla. I lack thereof referring to um, Kayla's response. I thought I was going insane. I was like, the audio just had to cut out during the myth. That, that had to be what happened. No, no. <laughs> I looked at the camera audio too. Kayla's response. I said Kayla as if that is her name. So Lily literally went and did a voiceover to do a pickup for the myth part. It was too weird and I needed the line. Lack thereof referring to uh, Michaela's response. That is how dedicated I was, you guys. I've never been more confused. That's the type of tangents I wake up to. Lily's like, what the fuck? I'm saying Kayla. I'm like, girl. But it was weird <laughs> that you that I didn't notice I did it. You didn't notice I did it. There was a glitch in the matrix. They've come for me now. <laughs> Back to uh, Brett Rivera and uh, My Life is Ava. Are they actually a couple or they're just like one of those? Um, No, no, no. These again are not important to the actual story here. But I love the tea. They've been like basically exploiting their relationship on YouTube for right. the entire time they've been <laughs> on YouTube. Supposedly they've hooked up and that's the last time their names are both in headlines is because Ava did this really awkward truth or dare on Charlie Jordan's channel where they're doing Jenga. Hers is like, I don't know if it's like worst YouTuber you've ever slept with. And she very quickly answers that it was Brent Rivera. I can see that. We know who this answer is. No, we don't. Go Tell me. <laughs> Drink or answer it. I don't want to do it to him. Say it. Wow. If anything, anyway. it'll only motivate him to get better. Yeah, he'll be more focused. But I'm a focus king. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Okay. I'm going to say Brent. Because he lacks experience. That's all it is. That's all it is. He lacks experience. He Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's, he can get there someday. You're brave a brave woman, woman? You're a brave woman for answering. Brave. When did that happen? And then he like does a little response to it oh. on someone else's channel. What did he say? Whoa. I'm just gonna say this. Ava's a wild one. Yeah. Ooh. She does give me those vibes. She takes control. And she's experienced. If you're just a normal dude, mm -hmm. right, with good experience, yeah. she's gonna call you inexperienced. I know the fucking, the like, editing. Oh, <laughs> Worst influencer in bed award goes to, I'm gonna say Brent. She's gonna call you inexperienced. But we wanted to know like what your response to that was. So here's the thing, right? I love Ava. Mm -hmm. So I have no, what's no beef whatsoever with Ava, right? Okay, yeah. Yes, she did say that. She said that I was the worst YouTuber she's hooked up with in bed, right? You know, she said because he's inexperienced. Because he lacks experience. That's all it is. You know, we were young. 
I was young. In fact, I was, I'm four years younger than Ava. Which oh, is also damn. like, when did they hook up? Shit. Yeah. Right? So. So she was probably already like super experienced. And, and I that's wasn't. That's why, yeah. No, that, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Okay, so moving on. That's the end of that unnecessary context. But quick question. Do you think it's weird that he kind of like infantilizes himself? Like I feel like his content. Panders to children? Yeah, like. It's actually alarming that you said he's 25. Well, yeah, so I was gonna say, it, it's always baffled me how people like him get their audience because if you're unaware, content for kids is like the most lucrative content on YouTube because that's what gets the most views. Do you know why that happens though? Why kids shit gets the most views? Why? They watch, oh, because the, they watch same the same thing. Oh over and over and over and fucking over again. But my again. question then, like when you watch Brem Rivera's videos as a, like a fellow adult, because he is a 25 year old man, I'm cringing and I'm creeped out. Like, and I have been since I've ever seen his videos for like the last five years or so, I would say. But ever since Vine, everyone's always, like Brett and Rivera's thing has always been cringy. Like that's his thing. My question is how does he find the child? Like how does he get to the children audience? Same with like, the Collins key kind of people. Like, because if I started uploading content like this, everyone would be very alarmed. He started young. So I think that's the key. You start young. And then instead of growing with his original audience, he just kind of maintained that persona and continued to get he, like, new people. Benjamin Button, the it, other way. <laughs> literally. And then I've seen it with my son. My son doesn't just watch like cartoons, right? Like he'll end up on like mukbangs and like ASMR He's things. <laughs> no, but he does watch my friend Timmy Tomato. He literally will just like go back and watch things that you're like, this isn't even like a kid thing. Like, why are you watching this? Well, that's Brent has 25 million subscribers. Just kill me. I'm sorry. Not that I'm like jealous or anything. That's just like insane. Also, he's one of those people that like to have that many subscribers. And if you look at like his different social media platforms, he puts out so much content. And I wouldn't say it's like super highbrow by any means, but it still is time consuming. Like I'm sure he has editors and he just like bulk shoots a bunch of stuff. And he copies ideas. I've seen a whole other video on that. But what is he really like? Like, because you see these videos of him like exaggerated and hyped up. What is he like in real life? Are you asking if Bren Rivera is like probably having like deep philosophical conversations with his friends? Probably oh, not. Oh, no, probably I was not. leaning more towards, <laughs> do you think he's a complete asshole? Because he seems so yeah. happy and fun and enjoyable in all of his videos. That's what we're getting to is that he was an asshole. Listen, like, I don't want to start shit with Blippi because Blippi follows me on Instagram and is like low-key. Who's Blippi? Blippy is the like kid character that goes around and says, I am Blippy and like goes to museums and shit. Kids know what's up. Parents know what's up. Anyway, so Blippy follows me on Instagram and like is sweet on Instagram. But I get the idea when I watch him and he's very like, hi, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, I- Is this I'm... a real person? Yeah, it's a real, like a, it's a guy. It's a man. It's an adult. Blippy could have been a cartoon. Oh, Come true. Fact. Jump yeah, down my throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like for me, I just feel like when I watch him, I know just in my soul that he doesn't really like kids. You know what I mean? Like I actually feel it. And that's how I feel about Bren Rivera. It's like, yeah, you can like be like happy and stuff all the time, but you know that your content's like low fucking effort type of just pandering to children shit. Well, followed up with another tangent that's unnecessary, but do we know them? Have you ever met either? I have never met Brent Rivera or no, neither. Yeah. I have met My Life is Ava, oh. I guess a few times. Oh, you did a video, no? Actually, it was before I was ever on camera and I was a producer only. It 
it was for a Macy's prom sponsored shoot during the peak of the influencer days. So it was like any brand that we were working with, get an influencer on board. And then they would give us thousands of thousands of dollars to pay them. And I'm like making $10,000 a year. <laughs> Super fun. No, but we um, shot this mansion. They had to wear a bunch of Macy's prom dresses. Um, She was, I feel, I'm debating on how honest I should oh. be. Well, please do elaborate. Would you say she was just like out of it in her own little like kind of influencer world type of thing? Like not like mean, but just kind of like, I'm here and I, my life is Ava. It was so long ago now. I'm trying to remember why I have kind of a weird yeah. in the back of my head about her. Because I remember working with her and Tila. I definitely left the shoot being like, I would work with Tila again. Oh, I've met Tila. Yeah, she was very sweet. And she just was much more professional. I think that's, there was nothing like bad. She wasn't a diva like. No, it was more just people. like, wasn't like giving influencers a bad name, but also wasn't, wow, yeah. that was the best influencer I've ever worked with. Let's get her back here. I have heard other like stories of her being kind of like, hmm. again, not bad, just kind of like, yeah. So what's the story about? <laughs> I haven't even watched it all because I wanted to react with you. Oh. So the YouTube version is only like six minutes. I felt like we could just react to the whole thing. Uh, basically, it's uh, Brent and Ava and some of their friends go to the quote unquote haunted Stanley Hotel, which is one of the hotels that inspired The Shining. Also, a YouTuber named Tyler Oliveira. Oliveira. Who I am going to go out on a limb and guess that Brent and Ava and their friends did not know that this kid had 2.87 million subscribers, which I mean, in comparison to 25 million, not not that much, but still- But a lot. Still a lot <laughs> that you probably don't wanna um, call them out as having like a hundred subscribers, maybe something like that. They're throwing out subscriber counts in this, so. Oh God. That's all you have okay. to know. Let's watch. That's Brent Rivera calling security and then the cops on me after I asked him this. Do you fake your videos? No. It all started when I was staying at the Shining Hotel, came out of my room, and <laughs> randomly found these two girls in the hallway. Stop. Wait. <laughs> I don't think I'm prepared. So basically this other YouTuber named Tyler goes also to the Stanley Hotel and his whole shtick is that he's going to haunted hotels and proving, and I've seen a few YouTubers do this recently actually, that they go and they're like, what actual haunted investigations are like and what YouTubers make it seem like. And he ended up there- On the same time, yes. On the same day yes. as Brett Rivera. You're shitting this me. This guy was probably like, yes. Bingo. <laughs> and not only there at the same time, but like cross paths with them. Oh, this is gonna be good. Came out of my room and randomly found these two girls in the hallway. What is happening? I just shot that guy in the video where he's cranking. Who? Jossie. Who are you people? What do you mean? What is your name? Brent. Brent? Yeah. Brent? Last name? Rivera. What is your name? Dom. Name? Drew. What are you guys filming? Uh, hotel video. What is this? Who are you guys? Are you guys hired by the Brent Rivera group? Maybe. Okay, anyways, this is weird. We caught everyone off guard, apparently. But they caught us off guard. They almost our pants. So aware that I was in the middle of a fake YouTube prank, I wanted to see if Brent would admit it. Because we all know his videos are fake, and he steals everyone's ideas. <laughs> That's I have a question for you. Is. He is and unsurprisingly, they made a cameo in Brent's newest video. It's almost like they know each other. Yeah, question. Yeah. Do you fake your videos? No. Do you fake your videos? No. <laughs> 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 Alright, okay. Have fun, guys. 
I don't know what's going on here. Clearly, Brent didn't find my question amusing, so I walked back to my hotel room and prepared to go on my tour of the hotel. So we get our stuff ready, take a few minutes, and start heading downstairs to go on our tour that's been planned multiple days prior to this and has a specific scheduled time that we need to show up for to go on it. That time is in about five minutes, so we go downstairs, only to find... Oh, God. Brent Ferris right there. I have to point out that, uh, first of all, I'm a big fan of this guy. He's great. Like, I don't think Brent starts off being blatantly rude and i think he just starts to feel like attacked. attacked yeah i can't imagine thinking that you're like the only youtuber going one to a haunted hotel and then like criticize like you don't know all of the youtube channels out there you don't know who this guy is why because does brent think he's like stalking him no i think that brent just acts like he he's like better than him and he's like hey, you're filming on an iphone uh, trying to like shit on him and it's kind of like uh, don't iphones <laughs> film in like 4k nowadays <laughs> Yes. <laughs> anyway. We get that louder. You don't have, you don't have a directional That's mic. a real thing. That just was came that, out of her was mouth. Was that Ava? I believe so. You don't have a directional mic on that? Th are you? Are you? <gasps> you don't have a. Excuse me. Bitch. A girl. Have you ever owned a road mic? Literally, they're trash. Might as well just get audio with your asshole. Like, what are you talking about directional mic? Like, this is so dumb. We're YouTubers. Let's use oh my equipment God. terms. You know what I used to have to do with my road mic? In order to not get static noise, I used to have to wrap the base of it in aluminum foil so that it wouldn't interfere with my Wi-Fi signals. Is that the directional mic he should have had, Ava? Like, what? Did your QAnon family members tell you that one? No, I found it on Google. But literally, it's fucking into... Oh, I hate this vibe. And you can tell, like, it starts off, they're kind of like, I don't know, whatever. But the second they feel, like, a little threatened that, like, I don't even know. Like, what's the point? of this and the way she said that and then just like turned around like because she knows she got caught exactly Ew. oh my god I, I could never oh i'm gonna get so pissed at this i thought you said this wasn't like anything i'm getting heated oh no that's why i said i wanted to see a reaction to it hey we're, we're filming our thing you yeah. film yours okay yeah let's yeah. not let's not be okay that's reasonable be disrespectful okay well, you guys are shit talking the iPhone though. I don't appreciate what? the disrespect. Okay. What, what disrespect? I literally walked out of my hotel room and nearly had a heart attack. Why did you walk up to us, like, enter our space? <laughs> Too <You>? many shrooms <laughs> that day? Like, what's going on? Excuse me, sir. Look, look at her eyes. Sir, why are you breathing my air? Why did you come into our space? Like, why are you acting like you are? <laughs> yeah, she's high as fuck, right? Why are you breathing? I, uh, He's also a guest at the same hotel. You know that could happen, right? Back to my earlier point. I was yeah. like, I couldn't imagine going to a haunted hotel. Like, multiple people stay there for the exact same reason you're there. But get ready. I've, I've paid $400 a night for the hotel. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, if we were normal here, guests, that would Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. If we were normal guests, what are you? Elaborate, VIP. please. I, I need you to explain it further. What do you mean if we were normal guests? What are you, Ava? They're vips, Jesse. Are you special? Look at his face. <laughs> Who is this guy? That just came in the frame. Oh, uh, is this a security person? Is this their security person or is this the hotel security person? Normal Dude. guests? You think Dude. you're elevated beyond an average human being? You've ascended the human- uh, Wait, what are you? Wait, who are you? You're harassing our tours. No. So you need to back up right now. Dude, get moving. Have fun, guys. We're not harassing. I want to say hi to my favorite YouTuber, Brett Rivera, who totally doesn't fake his videos, and it's totally awesome. Hi. <laughs> Why are you having trouble speaking? I'm nervous in front of my idols. What do you mean? Get out of here. All right, yeah, kick him out, bro. They've transcended the average human. It is unreasonable to engage in conversation with such a human. Dude, they were shit talking your mics.
These are nice mics. What did he say? The fa- he said they were shit talking our mics. These are nice mics. And he had, they do, they have like, what is it? Lapels or like whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you would be using for any like on location thing. Where, oh my God. I, but this bitch was like, where's your own mic? When, and all, that also back to my point earlier. Like you don't know who has a YouTube channel. You don't know who this guy is. He could work for like a company that has a YouTube channel. That has millions of subs. Like it's super indicative of how they treat people. They're acting like this is someone that like is just a nobody with an iPhone. Well, that's the thing. Even if it was don't a treat nobody them like with that, an iPhone, obviously. Yeah. This is indicative of how you treat people on a daily basis, like 100%. Yeah, tour, finish, and go back to our rooms where we run into Brent and his goons Stop. once again. Stop. Yo. Oh my God. We're staying on the same floor. Crazy. Anyways, great tour. We're back. Apparently, sure. Is it true you kissed your sister, Brent? <laughs> You're gonna get us kicked out? You're that powerful? Everyone will stay now. Yes. <laughs> stay. That was nice. So I start walking to my room, grateful for Brent's mercy. Brent, is that you? It was him. They were all staring at us and filming us on, guess what? An iPhone. Are you recording <laughs> us? Did you guys film your video? We were so lame. You use iPhones? We can't afford a real camera. <laughs> what an experience. I met Brent Rivera. Did you guys finish your video? No. Oh, we're not gonna be able to finish it then. What do you mean? I'm sorry, they're gonna come and get, get you guys. They're gonna kick you out. What do you mean? It's giving uh, my dad's a lawyer. <laughs> And he's gonna get oh you God. soon. My father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would not be too busy about this. <laughs> it's literally, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. We paid $375, right? I'm sorry. I'm not as rich as you, bro. This, this is the third time harassing us. Don't harass Whoa, 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 whoa. You recorded me. I'm recording Jeff you. Jeff Noodles wishes he could have oh, done this to the Ace family. Whoa. <laughs> Oh my God, I forgot that little stunt. That was the, <laughs> that was just the. So, it was like, you know, in the butterfly effect, like one small thing happens and it affects everything. There it you was go, like, oh. it was the butterfly effect that started it all. <laughs> Whoa, we walked in, we're on the same floor. Right, well, he's coming now, so, I mean, you guys are just gonna have is to, this... look at the guy behind you, it's like, you... what do you mean? Who is that guy? Why... I have no clue. This is our personal solution, you're recording. You close the door, then you open it and wait on the camera. Because really, you guys are literally outside of the oh, no, Also, they're all on the, the same room. floor because allegedly the fourth floor is the most haunted. Like, that's where the hotel puts Why people. is there 12 of them behind the door? I feel like someone's about to pull up on top of Brent's shoulders. Like, why is everyone just so packed there? They're like a clown car. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the clip. All right. Brent, is that you? <laughs> well, you guys have about like a minute to finish. I, I have to say, he could have left without like making comments in the hallway. Oh, he definitely is hallway. instigating. Yeah, 100%. Much but they're not reacting well. Like, he, yeah. I don't know. I don't really, I don't yeah. condone the behavior either way. I definitely wouldn't have been this confrontational at all. And I don't think that they were trying to ruin his video. And I don't, right. th and I Same. think he definitely was trying to ruin theirs. So I guess he's probably more in the wrong at the end of the day. But I enjoyed his perspective more. I think that Brent, like in the beginning, had he just kind of played off it or like said something funny, had like an interesting interaction or whatever, and not just been defensive from the jump this advice. guy would have been like yeah he brett this guy would have just been like okay fuck it who cares but because he kept feeding off of it then the guy wanted more he knew he's filming it the video he wanted the content the this is great content like you yeah, have to admit so but he's in the wrong for sure for like bro you were almost in your fucking room and then did you kiss your sister like come on <laughs> and again like i'm so non-confrontational i would never say any of this but no, i think 100%. it's fucking hilarious yeah. yeah oh for sure me and lily would be hiding we wouldn't even be here we wouldn't even do something like and this. after brent's copying video and with the creepy sister stuff, I, I feel like it's warranted. Yeah, right, right. Did you guys finish your video? No. Oh, we're not gonna be able to finish it then. What do you mean? I'm 
sorry, they're gonna come and get get you. My dad, the inventor, <laughs> he really is like, it's so embarrassing his cadence right now. Like, if he owns the place, like, I know a guy that's coming for you. Brent, on my knees, please spare me, Brent. <laughs> Almighty God, Brent, spare me. I spent 375 on this video. Oh my God. <gasps> It's like they finally realized that they weren't in on the joke. But little did I know, Brent had already called security on us. He opened the door when we went to our room and recorded us. Listen, all right. Jerry? Is that Brent Rivera? Hello, how you doing? We just got a call from down the hallway about getting harassed. We were getting harassed by those Why guys. Why is there like seven people at this door right now? Oh my God. Whatever's happening, yeah. I know that this is gonna be the end of it or else I'm calling them. For sure, I agree. So can I inform you of something? What's up? So we literally exit our hotel, two girls are standing here. I nearly have a heart attack. That's all <laughs> Okay, got this it. This is Stanley, what can you Got say? it. All right, you guys yeah. keep it safe. <laughs> I'll maybe not put little girls next to our room. That's my only request, if possible. Okay, you're the man, bro. Appreciate you. If we talk to the security, we're gonna explore the place now. We're gonna be very quiet. We're gonna go on the outside, do a full tour. They literally put it on a thumbnail on YouTube and said it was true. That's stupid shit. That's not stupid, that's on YouTube. I can literally pull up the thumbnail. Bro, what the hell? Little sister goes on 100 dates in 24 hours. Ew! He constantly is posting weird shit with his sister. What the fuck? Who also has millions of followers. You guys can stay on that side, we'll stay on this side. Easy. Compromise. We're on room 420, for the record. We came to our room, and two demon girls are right outside the room. <laughs> After getting verbally bullied by Brent's ex-girlfriend who said this... Worst influencer in bed award goes to... Oh, I'm gonna say Brent. Because he lacks experience. Security came to us and said this. I'm gonna ask you to pack your stuff, for sure. Um, can I propose a compromise? No. Oh no. Estes PD's on the way, so you have until they get here. For sure. <gasps> Unfortunate. After packing up our stuff, Are security you ushered us out. And then me. we met the- So the guy was just like, hey, don't let it happen again. And then Brent, like, raised a big fucking stink at his door and then got him to take him out. What the fuck? It's like, I don't really know how he could- like, it's his dad, the inventor of Tosto Strudel. Did he really? <laughs> he was serious. Because, like, honestly, did he really harass him any more than Brent technically harassed him back? Like, there was no harassing going on. Uh, I mean, he was annoying. He wasn't harassing. Like, I guess I don't know what the laws around harassment are. <laughs> well, and also, it's a private establishment. They can kick out whoever they want at any point, essentially. But... Yeah, but, like, how do they pick? It's just, like, who complained first? Exactly. Well, and also, like, I don't know this for sure, but I'm speculating that probably when the security guard got to the door, there was some sort of Brent kind of bragging about like who he is the kind of stink he could raise like that type of shit that made the security guard be like oh fuck that's not worth it like let's just get this fucker out like and he probably was like listen this is who I am and I don't feel safe with him here because he's obviously like a crazy like fan or stalker or whatever it was probably that the safety card yeah and then the security guard came I just back. I would wonder if they would get I guess no, and they probably had it prearranged, but that he had like hired actresses in there to be the twins from The Shining. I don't even know what the, I love that he pulled that card. <laughs> he was like, there was two demon girls. He keeps being like, I almost had a heart attack. Yeah, that was a bit ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what he said, but he well, obviously so pulled something to get the security guard to change his mind. If you watch Brent's video, it's really dumb, but it's the whole video, it's not even just on this hotel. It's them going to like a bunch of hotels and it shows, I time coded it, the twins, don't seem like they're really that big of an aspect of it. It's like he's pranking someone in his group with the twins, but it's not like they're acting like the twins are just there and it's haunted, you know? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't really. Did he fake the prank or not? So that's what I'm getting to because he has posted now a response to all this. (gasps) So in his like hotel video, he it's kind of framed as like he is pranking his friend with these girls as the twins. Not that like the hotel is haunted and they're it's like just like a one off prank within their hotel visit. It's not like actually no one's actually scared or thinks it's haunted. So wait, he responds to this guy. If you recently saw a viral video of two YouTubers arguing in a hotel hallway, well, one of those YouTubers was me. Things quickly get taken out of context. So here's the full picture. Also, this isn't me. Thank you for that information. Things quickly get taken out of context. So here's the full picture. Also, this isn't me defending the things that I said, but more so giving you guys my perspective of what happened that night. So right when I was about to pull a prank on my friends in a hotel, this guy came up to me yelling and accused me of failing the prank. What? No, he didn't yell. Definitely not yelling in any capacity of that word. Not once. And I'm not saying all my pranks are real, but this one was. We were just minding our own business, filming a video. So this was really frustrating given the amount of time, energy, and money we put into these videos to make great content for you guys. And as the night went on, he continued to approach us with his camera, saying awful things about me, my friends, and my sister to try and get a rise out of me for his video. What was he saying about your sister? (laughs) Why were those getting a rise out of you? Elaborate, Brent. It bubbled up so much that I did what he wanted. Wanted, I stooped down to his level and I said something that I should not have said. Later on, he came up and started filming again, this time while we were on a tour. His actions toward us and other guests on the tour caused the hotel staff, not me, to call security. He was warned several times by the hotel staff to not- What are you, Miss Cleo then? Because you knew they were coming. You were the fucking Miss Cleo. Bitch. (laughs) He was warned several times by the hotel staff to not only leave us, but other guests and hotel staff alone. And after several warnings, the hotel chose to call the police to get him escorted from the hotel. Anyways, I am not proud of the way that I reacted at all, nor am I perfect. All I can do is be real with you guys and admit that I could have handled it by not saying anything and just walking away. Correct. And uh, I guess that's, I don't really know how else you acknowledge that. But like, I would never say that to anyone. I like could not even fathom that coming out of my mouth. Same with people that say the N word where it's like, I know I've never said it before. If you can say it that easily, you've said it before. Not saying he said the N word. I'm saying that he just, the 100 subscribers, stuff like that. He has probably said before. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Hmm. What is my take on this? This is so weird. I think that it's indicative again of like just how he perceives things he Uh walks around he thinks he's some fucking big shot he has a lot of like brent i'm not gonna you spent a lot of money to be there like what is a lot of money yeah literally like i just i don't know it's very my shoot is more important than yours and again he was baited into this 100 but again i ask could i bait you into saying this no you would have to waterboard me like exactly like i don't buy the oh i just like had a momentary like no no this showed the true colors. No, it's also so telling of like how painfully unfunny Brent Rivera is. Because it's like, dude, this guy came coming up like obviously he was shooting the shit. Like he was not being, uh, yeah, he said something offensive like saying that you fake pranks. I guess that's offensive. Like if I were you, I'd just own it. But you should have played off of his humor because the guy wasn't aggressive. Like that's he was thing. being and funny. And had Brent just been like, hey, we're filming a video. Can you please leave us? Like had he just asked him nicely to leave him alone. Like He would have looked like the ass. Really trying to shoot this. I'm sorry. Can you please yeah. leave us alone? Like, no, that is not what he did. <laughs> At the all. first thing he did was bring up that he was shooting on an iPhone very, very quickly, and then the directional mic comment from I don't know. Paused. I'm not positive. That was, it was Ava. Ava, but it seems like it was. Yeah. Um, like it's. I don't know. First of all, I may be just biased because I'm not the biggest Print Rivera stan. Um, but just like his like cadence, the way he's talking, the way he's. It's very. 
produced, even though it's like a video in his car. And also it's like, don't address this, like you obviously being snobby and stuck up and entitled. Don't address it in your very nice car with like a sunroof that stretches all the way to the back. <laughs> Maybe another location will do. Yeah, I just, I mean, I already said it. Like, when it comes out that easy, it wasn't the first time you said it. So, like, I think this is just maybe one of the first times that he got caught because he's not usually getting baited into situations where he is going to blow up at the person because most of his fans are children. And I think most of the people old enough to realize what he's doing don't care enough to do what this guy did. And I think it just happened to be, like, a perfect storm. And that guy was like, here's my chance. Yeah. I don't know this person's like usual content, I'm sure. And what the vibe I'm getting is this really was like happen chance. And like he just. But the thing is, is like I didn't watch any of this guy's content, but I went to his channel. He gets shit tons of views. Does he just do haunted stuff? No, no, no. I think it's more just kind of like adventure stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know. Go to it. I put, I linked to it, but I didn't do too much of a deep dive. Mm. I just thought it was so crazy because Brent so easily automatically assumed that he was a nobody. But I'm like, this guy actually has like a very big following. Yeah. And I mean, this is not related at all to this, but for some reason he makes me think of the Caleb guy. Remember, what is it? Uh, Oompa Loompa or something? Loompaville? Uh, Oompaville, yes. Yeah, I don't know why. I really don't know any of their content. But then that made me jump to, did you see the interview he did with Drake and his son? Oh. <laughs> who did? With who? Did you just what? get whiplash? Yes. With, that Oompaville uh, did? Oompaville Caleb did an interview of Drake and Adonis, Drake's son, and it's so fucking funny. How old is Drake's son? He's like fucking four. I don't know. <laughs> He's like talking about like mean kids at school. And I'm then he's so, like, I'm so confused. So Hi guys, uh, it's Jesse. And whoops. <laughs> it turns out that there's more than one guy named Caleb, and that wasn't actually Oompaville interviewing <laughs> interviewing Drake after all. But you gotta admit, they do look alike, right? Why did Oompaville also just pop up and he was like collabing with CoffeeZilla? He's on and popping, he's everywhere right now. Also, we're not going down this topic because I know you won't let me. And actually, oh shit. It actually ties in with the next one. Have you seen Nick Akato on Candace? Owens? It is the funniest shit wait, I've wait, ever wait. seen. Not both of us covers giving each other whiplash. Yeah, she covers Nick Akato Avocado, and then he reacts to it, and then she reacts oh to that. Oh His Lord. reaction is actually hilarious. Her stuff is just weird and makes no sense as usual. But <laughs> his re response, it's like, actually, I was like genuinely laughing. I recommend I mean, Again, he's it. funny. He's just too, he's too problematic for me to continue laughing with. But yeah. No, 100%. It was like a one-off situation that I was even watching him. And I wasn't expecting to laugh as much as I did. But like, I mean, you don't have to try hard to call Candace Owens out on her shit. And right. he does it. Like, he does it in a way that he's, like, trolling her. And I don't even know if she gets it at certain points. She doesn't get a lot. <laughs> um, and he just, like, admits that so much of it is fake. Like, he's like, I make videos. What are you talking about? Like, why are you talking about me on your political platform? Right. And she's, like, telling people he lives in, like, a $10 million apartment. He goes, that was a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, being actually real. And that's... The I have to say, that was the most enjoyable I've found Whatever. him. But then <laughs> when I saw the clips of him before he's talking about it, and it's him like dancing around with the, the what's the CPAP machine? Is that what it's called? 
Yeah. But it's called a CPAP, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Candace calls it something else. And even I, from our episode, it was like, in my head was going, isn't it called a CPAP? Because I think she calls it like a BPAP machine. Stop. And he pauses it and he goes, it's a CPAP machine. Anyway, yeah, I recommend just because I hate Candace Owens so much and it's rare you see someone kind of put her in her place and her not even really notice. And then also it being Nick Akata. It's just a really weird watch, but it's very entertaining. Hmm. Some homework for you guys to go watch. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. Some, some extra videos after this one. Back to, I think we were pretty much done, done with, with Brent. I don't know. I think that a, a piece of him is childish. You know, he became popular at a very young age and I think that stunts your like mental growth for real, for real. Have you heard the the theory that you're like thwarted at like the age you became famous? Yeah. What would that age be for you? <laughs> famous? Well, yeah, but like, you know. But around 24. <laughs> okay, see, so that's pretty good. Mine was 19. Yeah. That's not too good. I feel like I've matured past that, but I think it's more for people that are minors when they become famous. Like, I feel like that is such a crucial like brain development time for you when you're like, 13, 14, 15, 16, you know, that, that type of age. Yeah, but at the same time, I think also those kids uh, kind of grow up really fast because they're around so many adults all the time. I think it depends on a lot of things. I think someone like Brent Rivera, who I don't know his life story, but I'm just going to throw it out there that he might have been a privileged person and like maybe not, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the I vibe mean, I'm it's getting. Him and his sister both make videos. And if you see the house, they make videos and they live in Huntington Beach. Oh, so you already know. So they're affluent, they're rich, they're privileged, Trump whatever. supporters probably as well. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, for me, I just, I think that that all plays a role in it, especially like who you surround yourself with. Because I've said this on my channel a few times, but like, I did have a diva moment and I did, just because I was such like, a loser in high school I felt and then all of a sudden everybody cared and it was like over a million followers in a month and it just felt like this false sense of importance and like oh my god it's like happening and that caused me to be a little bit like lost I was always on my phone I was always obsessing I was always whatever my family cut that off real quick you know what I mean like they were like absolutely fucking not like we don't want to be around you if you're acting like that and that you know helped me along with just growing up and experiencing things and realizing how fickle social media is blah 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 but people like Brent Rivera if you're hanging around people like my life is Ava and people that are also rich, also privileged. You're all filming the same kind of content. I don't think he has like the wherewithal or like the self-awareness to like understand that the way he's acting is even like weird. I don't know. Like I think he just is like, yeah, me and my friends, we just film content all the time. He's been also so relevant for so long. I'm not surprised he has that kind of sense of entitlement because he's like kind of outlasted all of these other creators, even though it's doing this weird ass like kid shit. Actually, then it's probably a perfect world for him because he probably doesn't get recognized in every day life because he's not going to be around like nine-year-olds and he doesn't yeah. get confronted by people like this because people like this again people old enough to like know what to confront him over won't care so yeah. it's like he, he really kind of like gets to skate this fine line in between and then he ran into this guy and it just was a yeah and I also have to say storm. I was very 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 briefly involved with content groups which is what I call them like <laughs> There's, with groups, Brad Rivera <laughs> no absolutely not but like with groups of viners at the time that 
get together almost daily to film content and that was very draining and it was like all everyone talked about it was all everyone did and like their whole life revolved around it it was very exhausting I hated it I think that's what Brent Rivera is in still like the My Life is Ava that crew gets together constantly to film content and it's super toxic and it does get obsessive over numbers and and especially when you were doing it too it's like then everyone also has to have their own ideas but it's like it's all it seems like it's all the same shit it obviously worked for him. He's obviously gotten a lot of money off of it. And I guess he's not like hurting anyone. He's just douchey. That's all. That's the thing. It's like, this isn't that deep. And again, if anyone's in the wrong, it's honestly probably the Tyler guy. Although I found it entertaining. And I don't think that Brent didn't necessarily deserve to be put in his place after some of the behavior he's exhibited over the years and continues to exhibit, i.e. pandering to minors and um, sexualizing his sister. Again, I don't think he did anything that was like horrible necessarily, but that changes with our next topic because I feel like this, have you seen the Jeffree Star situation? Anything about I was it? Say, not with Brent Rivera. We're no, done with that. We're done On with that. On to the, the next situation, which is, Jeffree Star, which we don't love to talk about because honestly, it's usually like, yeah, he's horrible. What else is new? But this is what oh he my wants. Fucking God, too. This is straight up exactly what, what's his name? I'm like, Ollie London is doing, was doing. Not Ollie London. Literally though. You want to read my, um, my title for this? Jeffree Star is a buffoon. <laughs> the reason why I don't really want to cover this is because I know this is what he's he wants. He's a grifter. Yeah, he's a grifter and and he thrives off of shit like this. This is what keeps him alive. It's like the more you talk about him, it just becomes more powerful. It's just very frustrating. And I also really find him irritating. Like the way he talks, his energy to me is dark. Like seriously, I'm not just talking about Catherine McBroom vibration situation. Like I'm serious. Like his energy to me is like soul sucking energy. He just seems so calculated. I mean, he is so calculated. Yeah calculated in everything he does but then while he's calculated he also sounds so condescending constantly because he thinks he knows everything I don't even know who he's talking to it's like he's always like on the attack well let's just get into why we're talking about this and then we'll you know elaborate because we we tend to like give our take way too early yeah so if you don't know I don't know if we covered this on the podcast but Jeffree Star and if you don't know who he is then you're really lost Jeffree Star is a what even is he Yak rancher, makeup connoisseur, makeup person. I was like, where are we going with this? I don't know. He's very popular. You probably have heard his name. He's been around since before the MySpace days. He always is doing some sort of shenanigans to be relevant. He took a little break after the Shane Dawson uh, drama get in because he was so fucked. I remember I was at your house. Do you remember that? I think we were editing my music video and that was when Jeffree Star responded to James Charles' video that like ended him and Tati. I don't remember Jeffrey's video. I remember James' video. I remember Tati's video. We watched it together at your house and we were both like, oh really? You're not gonna drop the receipts, all the receipts you have. Cause he had been like flaunting the voice memo and like all this shit. Anyway, whatever. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> you had to fucking be there because that shit was wild. But he laid low after the Shane Dawson thing because Shane Dawson was like his saving grace for a hot minute. So ironic that one of the few times he has made a resurgence has been to come back in Shane Dawson's three-part series, I would say documentary, but like, oh my God, did you watch it? I did. And honestly, looking back, I can't believe that, I guess Shane must be decent at what he does because the fact that he got an ounce of sympathy from anyone for Jeffrey from that series is out of control. Like, oh, well, not even the first one. I'm referring to the more recent one. Oh, ew, no, I didn't watch that. Um, <laughs> 
I was gonna say, Shane, I know you couldn't, you could have come up with something better than that. They stretch this into a three-part series, but it's literally, I thought it was a joke at certain points. To, and I'm not even, I'm not kidding. I thought it was a joke at certain points because he plays these weird ass voice notes that Jeffrey sends him. I've heard them. I've heard them. Oh my God. It's like a, a weird, like. Like a love letter. <laughs> yeah. I, it's the strangest thing I've I was like kind of half watching it and then they start playing and I was like, What's going on? I thought I was just gonna be hopeless forever and I was gonna trek along and do me, but I don't know, things just feel really right. I kept being like, what is this thing he's gonna reveal? What is so dramatic? And then the thing is that he's leaving. I'm like, so you came back to tell us you're leaving? He, before Dramageddon with Shane, used to always do things and say things that would kind of get him in the limelight. He would be like apologizing every three months. Not apologizing. His apologies are the most hilarious fucking thing ever. The thumbnails are always him like on a ginormous couch in front of his huge mansion. He's just sitting there like, hello, let's talk about it. Like it's just it's like, I've taken a minute to reflect in my million square foot home in Calabasas yeah, it's ridiculous. next to the Kardashians. But he kind of laid low for a long time and then resurfaced recently. Like, I feel like the Michaela Lashgate thing rose him from the dead. He was already peeking out and then he was like, right. I smell the drama. Right. And again, we mentioned this, I think, last episode or whenever we talked about Jeffrey, that he was not selling makeup the same way he used to. And that's something you need to note because all of this is not done randomly. He's not just doing it for funsies. He is doing it because his makeup stopped selling like it used to, okay? He stopped selling like mystery boxes because they would never sell out. His mystery boxes used to sell out like same day. Okay, so he used to have a lot more sales and that has stopped. So he knows what the fuck is gonna get him sales. Which is also why it seems so weird that he, one of the things he's teasing is that he's opening like a brick and mortar store in Wyoming to sell his makeup out of, as well as his uh, yak ranch meat, I guess. So they're gonna have like meat freezers next to the eyelash palettes or the eyeshadow palettes. It's also, again, weird to me that he would be opening a store when his makeup sales aren't good. If people are buying it online, why would they go to Wyoming to buy it? I'm not saying that he doesn't make any money. I'm sure he still makes money, but you have to take into consideration, like one of his biggest like investors was Morphe. Morphe has now filed for bankruptcy. After the cancellation with Shane, they basically got rid of all his shit. You know, you used to go to a Morphe store and see a big ass Jeffree Star like booth. And otherwise people just bought it from him directly, right? Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that he's not making any money. I'm sure he still is, but there's no way it even compares to a fraction of what he used to make, like at the peak of conspiracy palette, you know, packing malls for meet and greets. So anyway, there's been multiple things that he's done over the years to kind of maintain his little relevant moment. That is always how he's thrived. So that's important to note. Like he does thrive in drama and thrive in the attention, whether it's negative or whatever, sales wise. So he jumped in on the whole Michaela Lashgate situation situation, acting like the motherfucking savior, and everyone was eating it up and being like, I'm going to review the mascara for real. Like, oh, wow, well, so brave. Now convenient timing with his makeup sales not doing as well as they used to and him being like, at the peak, or I guess at the valley of irrelevancy for him. Yeah. And, you know, he quit YouTube, like you said, because he just wasn't doing as... No, it's because no one's here watching long form content. Oh, yeah, that's why. His views weren't as good. They were still good for any other person, but not good enough for Jeffree Star and not as good as they used to be because everybody, you know, that all kind of ebbs and flows, whatever. So he pulled a little Mi Michaela Lashgate stunt and it worked. He was all over TikTok. But among that time, he decided to do a little 
do a little trolling. And he uh, decided to tease the fact that he was dating an NFL player. But he didn't do it like a normal person would. He did it like Jeffrey does. And so he posted this tweet that says, Goodbye, LA. Time to spend time with my hashtag NFL boo in Wyoming. And this is his soft launch. Yeah, and it's literally a picture of them on a pretty tiny private jet. No shade. But it does seem a little small, Jeffrey. <laughs> I'd just be like alarmed. That does seem like a small plane now that you pointed out. Right? Like scary. But anyway. Plot twist. It's actually that like influencer plane in LA that you go and take a picture. <laughs> Do you guys know about that? That shit's hilarious. There's literally a set where influencers go to take pictures to pretend they're on jets. But anyway so then he also posts this picture and I feel like this is the one that got the most traction this says his team didn't make it to the hashtag Super Bowl but he's 6'6 and plays perfect in the bedroom this is the picture by the way that we were mentioning in the last video that people thought that looked like Michaela's fiance that they were comparing hairlines yeah. and stuff I even said at the end of the first time we mentioned this because everyone had told us to talk about it and I was like I hadn't like put that much stake in the fact that this was actually real think of how long someone would have to be dating Jeffrey and like how serious they would have to be for them to both be okay with going public after he had that whole public relationship already yeah like he's not stupid he's not gonna flaunt his personal life if he's not super established in it I'm gonna say so like who knows if it's even real like what if it's like a friend of his and they're like literally he they're helping him troll the internet and look at his face in the picture he literally looks like Chris Jetter loving every minute of it and then like posting this with like the abs in the background it's so how old is Jeffrey not to age shame I don't know you would never know he's gotten so much work done it looks but like that too I... old to do this no well and then also part of the reason this went especially viral was because people noticed the accessory on the counter which at first people were like, is that a dildo? And then they're like, no, no, it's a gun with a silencer on it. Where? <gasps> that green. Yeah. Stop. Like it's a giant gun. Like, do you see that cylinder thing is the silencer? This is so weird. Like he's literally like, what's going to get most people talking? Let's do that. Like it's so cringe. I can't. Literally. So then people started looking into like the colors of oh, yeah. like, are those his NFL colors? And like, wow, I don't know even remotely enough about NFL teams to even try and go down that rabbit hole. People were making spreadsheets. They were way too invested. And I was internally convinced if he's even dating anyone, it's probably not even an NFL player. And he just made this up so everyone would do all of this and talk about it. 100% and people got way too involved. One of the main people that people thought it was was Taylor Lewin who uh, apparently is an NFL player? Question mark? I don't know nothing about nothing. Yes, but he is an NFL cool player. Uh, and he, I could see I guess some of the resemblance. The problem is he's married and has two kids. And then I think Taylor's wife like kind of played off on it and was like oh you took my husband or something like that. Like she was like joking about it and then he he was joking about it on Twitter. From what Taylor says, a lot of the NFL players were like pissed that they were being like said like, oh, you're the one that's dating Jeffree Star and like contacted their agencies about it and were like furious. Well, which brings me back to earlier. It's like both of them would have to be really okay with this to be going along with it so openly. Like I think the whole thing's fake. He's probably not dating anyone. Oh, 100%. Jeffree Star lying? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> it's probably like his bodyguard or someone that he hired. And then is, he's just like paying him to go along. Right. So all of this kind of went full circle when we see on TikTok that they did a collab together. I don't think this is the same person. No, this is not the same person. But this was one of the main people that people thought it was. So they decided oh, to play okay. off on that. And this is Taylor Lewin, the NFL oh, player. Oh, got it. Okay. <sighs> You ready for the game on Sunday? So that they like decided to do a little 
extra troll. Oh, I didn't know that at all. So I, the first one I saw was them, like, I think he posted a picture first. It was like them meeting for the first time afterwards. Right. So they met, they collabed. They obviously thought it would be funny to play off of this whole thing, which honestly, I don't really care. I don't care who's dating, whatever. The reason why we're gathered here today, ladies and gentlemen, is because they did a podcast. So Taylor Lewin has this podcast called something with the boy. It's a barstool sports podcast. That was going to be my question. It was like, does Taylor Lewin have a social media following for being anyone besides being a football player? Yeah, he has a podcast. Okay. And it's with Barstool Sports. And basically, they had a sit down conversation. And I saw enough takes on my For You page of TikTok that infuriated me, like to the point that I like ranted to my brother about it. I was ranting to Nassim about it yesterday. I was so pissed that I was like, we need to talk about it on the podcast because I can fucking not with these takes. I think I've only seen one, so I'm intrigued to see the rest. And that's why I was so confused at who, cause I had seen like him pretending that this was the guy from the pictures and everyone's saying, oh my God, like freaking out. But then I just saw the clips of the podcast and I was like, who is this person? That person. Yeah, that's how they he, like all... kind of came into Jeffrey's space with his posse too. Mm-hmm. Does the podcast usually have other people on it? Know nothing about it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Did not click a single video or episode other than this one. I wanted to include this one because this is uh, where Jeffree Star talks about the Illuminati. And I thought that you- My favorite. I thought you'd appreciate this. Just to take a little venture into the dark mind of Jeffree Star. Also, wait, before you play it, I know in his like Illuminati tweet that he put out a couple weeks ago, he says something about like, if only you knew what they were doing to Kanye and Britney. At the time, a lot of people were like, no one's listening to Jeffrey, but he's speaking the truth. Like Kanye's been missing. No one's talking about that. And then literally I saw TikTok like two scrolls later, there was someone going, I literally saw Kanye West out to dinner the other night. He was literally sitting next to me in the restaurant. My question is why does Jeffrey always, ugh. Never mind. I know the answer to the question. Why does Jeffrey always get that kind of uh, response, which is like, hate him or love him. He's honest. Hate him or love him. He's the, but he's uh, not. He's not. That's the thing I'm always like, am I living in a It's the same shit it's as a Michaela thing. because he's allegedly honest about makeup. I would even call bullshit on that. The first time he mentioned the Illuminati, we should, and Kanye and Britney and like them and tried to play into the whole Andrew Tate, Matrix, Logan Paul narrative that's going on. As soon as he did that, we should have saw this coming. That yeah. he was going to go just full right wing oh, no. tilt. Listen to this. Is the Illuminati real? Yes. Are there any other secret societies other than the Illuminati that maybe don't get as much press? Yeah, but they're evil and I don't fuck with them. Okay, so the Illuminati is not evil. They don't do like blood <sighs> sacrifices. See, the problem is when there's people in control of anything, they get greedy, egos, so they ruin things and they make it evil. Mm-hmm. Care to elaborate? No. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. And is the Illuminati um, like celebrity based or are there politicians also involved money with that? Based. It's just money based. Mm-hmm. And then the celebrities are used as a vessel. Okay, yeah. all right. How much a money vessel. How much money does someone have to make to be in? Or what, or what you're willing to do to not be broke anymore. What does that mean? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you speak in riddles. <laughs> like you yeah. give me just enough where I'm like, I don't know. You have to so I don't get my plane bombed or killed later. I was just going to ask, why is he able to talk about this, all the Illuminati things and not get, you know. He he mentions um, that right now. Has there ever been a time that you care to comment on that you were worried that people were actually going to try and kill you? Um, ooh. Ooh. Mm, Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I tested the waters recently to see if anyone would come after me. How'd you test the waters? Just by saying a few things. What'd you say? I left LA and I broke ties with a lot of people and mm. I stopped fucking with. They were also an Illuminati stuff. Yeah, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. 
for now. For now. Yeah. You do great ties with Tati and James. I like what the fuck is that? Like, this is so ridiculous. He is not saying anything. And then he's like, But he thinks he's yeah, saying he the water everything. Recently. If there is an Illuminati, trust me, they didn't want Jeffree Star involved. One of the main reasons why I have such a negative feeling towards Jeffree Star is there is an old video that's super disturbing to watch. I do not recommend oh my you God. seek it out. Were you thinking of it when because when they were saying, like, oh, have you ever worried someone who's gonna come kill you? I was like, no, but maybe vice versa in my head because all it's replaying is that video where the person's throwing up next to the That's toilet. literally what I was just about to say. We should throw out a trigger warning that we're going to put before we're about to explain what we're about to explain. It's very dark. Um, it's about SA and alcohol. But it should be yeah. talked about because I feel like this has gone under the radar. Like not a lot of people talk about it. People are like, oh, they'll go to his racist stuff and be like, well, I well, honestly kind of but like, forgot about it until this all just kind of just memory unlocked again. So it's like a guy that he was apparently hooking up with getting sick he's he's super drunk and he's throwing up in the toilet like so drunk that he is completely incapacitated does not know what's going on and cannot speak yeah literally he's so messed up and jeffrey has always been from what i understand sober so he was completely sober while doing this he starts like berating the the guy to the point where he kicks him out of the house and like pushes him downstairs oh my god they're like yeah they're taunting him and yelling at him and saying like the grossest shit mainly jeffrey yeah and saying that they had just ha got done having sex and if that had been drew and jeffrey is sober this guy was in absolutely no frame of mind to be consenting to anything. He couldn't even hold himself up to throw up. And he has his pants around his ankles and Jeffrey at one point threatens to kill him. He's like, if you don't get out right now, I'm gonna fucking kill you or something. The look of terror in this guy's eyes when Jeffrey like, I don't remember what he says exactly, but something like he threatens to kill him. And this guy goes from being like, not able to even like hold himself up to throw up to like desperately like crawling out of this apartment, which is at the top of a flight of stairs that he has his pants around his ankles. So he can't even like fully I mean, and he's so drunk, he can't stand up. So he's like crawling and falling down the stairs. It is the most horrifying, like the fact that it's a video on the internet and Jeffrey's not in jail. It's infuriating that people continue to give him a pass of like, well, everybody has a past, everybody this. This is a dark individual. This is a person who has a lot, a lot of issues internally that they have not worked on and now so happen to be a millionaire. So that's a bad fucking mix. Like on such a different level, I'm not comparing Brent Rivera to him at all, but, um. That caught me off guard. <laughs> like I said earlier, and even with like the N-word example, the second you hear him talk like that in this video and treat this person like that, you know what kind of person he is. It's not a one-time yeah. thing. It's not like a lapse in judgment. It's like, oh, that's really scary. I don't want to be around that. Oh my God. I literally, I think I blocked it out because it's, it's that disturbing. There's a lot of things out there like that. There's a lot of essay allegations against Jeffrey. There is a lot more than just he used to, used to be racist. I think so many people, especially younger people, they weren't on MySpace. That's how I know who Jeffrey is. So like he's been around for so long and lived so many weird lives. And I guess so many of the essay allegations come back from from like when he did music and stuff, which like, ew, what? It is crazy to now think of all of that. Like, yeah, he addressed some stuff 
stuff and was like, oh, I had a dark past. I took it out, my hatred out on other people. I mean, he addresses some stuff, but he doesn't address the worst of it. How about you get specific? How about we really, really fucking talk about what you did and what you changed to no longer be a literal dangerous individual? Like the reason why I brought up all of that is because he gives that vibe in that segment where he's just like basically someone who had to do whatever they had to do to not be broke anymore. Like, I don't think that's Illuminati. Mm -hmm. I think you maybe just fucked over yourself and a lot of people to get to where you are. If I had to guess. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> also it's hilarious because it is people like him and people like the Paul brothers and the same ones who claim there's like an Illuminati <laughs> that they're like keeping at bay from like ruining their lives are also these ones that said they came up from nothing and had no help from other people and like they did everything on their own. But like in this world of an Illuminati, that's not how it works. They would have gotten to you way sooner and they would have like helped, you know. As if Jeffree Star didn't literally come up just because Kat Von D like helped him. The whole like Illuminati and the elite of LA, which also is all rooted in like anti-Semitism and conspiracy theories that are so old that are based on conspiracy theories, based on conspiracy theories, based on conspiracy theories. Like the makeup world isn't the same world as Kanye West. Like he wasn't interacting with Kanye West. Like, yeah, he might've been neighbors with the Kardashians, but like his circles were Tati Westbrook, Shane Dawson, and James Charles. Also, is Jeffrey like admitting to being in the Illuminati for knowing I know. all this? I, yeah. Like, this is the weirdest. That's, that's literally what he's doing. I see what you're saying though, where it's like, you're not part of the same Illuminati like Tom Hanks is, my friend. Thank you, yes. <laughs> but anyway, that's that was the, I just wanted to include that bit just because I thought you'd like it. Thank <laughs> but you, I do appreciate the, it. The reason why we're, really here is because of this take, which I'm sure you've seen a little bit of on TikTok because it's been everywhere. From a, from a child's standpoint, mm -hmm. when you're talking to somebody, they're a young eight-year-old boy. We, we don't know. We have no idea what we want, what we don't want. I have no idea. People who are gay, if they say they were born that way or they came into it. be attracted to someone and they don't know what it means. Right. When do you yeah. think it's like an appropriate time for to let that child, I guess, ask those type of questions and understand those types of things? They can ask them, but I think when a parent tries to direct them why are, wait, why are we asking young? Jeffree Star not this? It, not not it. No. If, you're, if your daughter looks like a tomboy, it doesn't mean she wants to be a boy. It means she wants to explore her creativity and you should yeah. let her be her. When was the last time Jeffree Star was around a child? <laughs> asking Genuine questions. questions. I think it's so annoying because Jeffrey paints himself to be this insightful, philosophical individual. And yet every word he says is so empty and base level. And I have to just say like this take in general of the like... You know, when they're young, like, they can ask questions, but don't guide them in any... Okay, where's that energy for heterosexual couples who are from the fucking womb when they come out they're like oh he's such a little flirt he's such a little flirt winking at all the waitresses have, like, baby like, weddings i literally saw someone that i met here in georgia post it was her son who's like 16 months old with a newborn baby girl saying he just met his future wife because it was like one of her close friends nobody fucking bats a single eye at that and yet you are gonna sit here and with a straight face be like well aid is like very young well, and they also, don't really though, know what they want you have to remember that like fox news freaks out over I don't remember what show or movie it was the animated thing where it was like two moms at a grocery store it was light year and everyone's freaking out but it's like it didn't show two moms like making out or each other on camera <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> you can believe that <laughs> literally it was like just two moms in a grocery store like yeah you can't deny that they exist the fact that 
people saw that as like shoving it in their face. That's not forcing sexuality down your kid's throat. You're the one well, and being the, creepy The problem about is it. too is like, again, everything we're about to commentate on, because this gets a lot deeper, is not directly affecting a community that we're a part of. And I think it's important to note that because we're not like here to be like spokespeople for all gay, non-binary, trans people of the world. Like we don't have the insight of that lived Absolutely experience not. to be able to provide. But this is something I want to commentate on. I will obviously pull from the people in my life who are a part of those communities. But the reason why I was saying that is because my brother's gay and he has known since forever, since as long as he had a memory that he was attracted to boys. I mean, again, I have to ask, when is the last time Jeffree Star has been around a child of any age? Like anyone under the age of 15. And I hope that that hasn't been recent because I don't feel like he'd be an appropriate influence. I just feel like... <sighs> I hate to bring up Ollie London again, but Jesus. They'd have him go on Fox News and he would talk about how harmful school systems in the US were projecting sexuality on children, acting as if like that contributed to his path that he chose. Yeah. I was like, you mean when you became a Korean woman, sir? Like, are you joking? Also, you're from the UK. Why are you talking on US school systems? That um, rings true here because it's like, why would you be asking Jeffree Star about the sexuality of children and when to teach them and what all that? He has absolutely no grasp on that whatsoever. He's lived life as a gay man, that's about it. But then he's clearly discounting that because he's spewing bullshit. Oh, like, it's like, it does he not remember? It gets so much better. It gets so much better. By better, I mean worse. I do my best to be like, hey, people do whatever they want, but I, they say like the brain's not There's developed. There's so here. many layers. There's so many layers, and yes. All of you fucking hate it. <laughs> no, it's just crazy. It's just, it's no, a, it's mentally complicated because the, our culture has made it more complicated. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, it definitely seems that way because the brain's not like developed until 25. I, I'm not into all the other bullshit. I think. What other bullshit? The they and them. Yeah. And all that extra shit that we added during the pandemic. That could have been the perfect way for Jeffrey to be able to like, I agree that I think society has made, and this is not limited to trans or any LGBTQ issues. In general, I think society these days makes things way overcomplicated and especially on each side, right or left, they make it overcomplicated to try and get their agenda across. So I think a lot of the time it's overcomplicated so people won't try and understand because they just don't want to and they just shut it down. Jeffrey is the perfect person to break that down and be like, they overcomplicate it, but it's really not that hard to understand and break it down right here. And he has such a direct line into that world through the makeup industry. And instead, this is where he goes with it. So bored on their fucking houses. They just started to make up more shit and more, more shit. stuff, more stuff. Yeah. That's where the like, conservatives like me because I'm just real. Yeah, you There's do no, have a conservative vibe to you. Them. You're trans, you're male or you're female. And you're standing and on that. So mad when I say that. Mm -hmm. How are you with they? What the fuck does that mean? stupid is what it is yeah but you need someone like me that looks like me to say it because if you say it it turns into you're homophobic you hate trans people you hate gays and it's just how you feel you don't hate anyone you just think it's stupid yeah i could sit here i could sit here comfortably on camera and say like i i truly just don't understand it yeah, and that's okay but that's it as far as i can go yeah it doesn't mean but you're for, hateful yeah and then you like you said like you are the perfect vessel for this type of situation yeah this is where jeffrey has discovered that he keeps getting bit in the ass by his past where everyone's like, hey, remember how you're a racist and remember how you supported Nazis and stuff? And instead of trying to acknowledge all of that, maybe again and say, yeah, I did do all that. I'm really 
Sorry, it was my bad. No, no, he um, decides to just, you know, double down and go full conservative grifter and be like, oh, why do the conservatives like me? Because I'm real. No, they just don't care that you're racist. He doesn't even stop there though, because then he has to like attract them by making everything so outrageous that he's already talking about. I have so many thoughts, so bear with me. Because <laughs> again, I've been ranting. There's so many things that flood into me as I see him saying this, and it really has nothing to do, I know people get mad when we talk about politics, it really has nothing to do with whether he is conservative or he's not. Question before you dive to, to dive in and then I'll be quiet. Do you feel like he's even, I mean, I don't think he's being sincere, so I won't ask that, but it's like, I don't even think he believes what he's saying right now. Like, I don't, it just to me feels like whoever he thinks will get him the most money, he'll believe that. I don't think he thinks a bunch of conservative people are going to go out and buy his makeup. I don't think, I think he genuinely believes this. And I'll tell you why I think he believes it. I think that this is a very blatant display of privilege. And I think that as a white gay man, he is sitting down reaping the benefits of every person that fought for him to exist before this moment and dares to sit down and with a, a, a fucking straight face say that someone else shouldn't have the right to exist as they please. Sir, you are a man that identifies as a man wearing full female garments and full female hair and heels and makeup. And I'm gonna be fucking honest, I don't know if that's genuinely him or if it's because he profits off of it because he has a makeup business. I don't know if he just does this as like a play. You know, I don't know. But it's giving Caitlyn Jenner, it's giving Blair White, and I think that it's disgusting to say that this started because of the pandemic because people are bored. Read a book, Jeffrey. Google. They have been doing this for centuries, okay? The fucking indigenous Navajo nation has had non-binary people as a part of their tribes forever. Since the fucking dawn of existence, you are so ignorant. This is such a shit take and you're just wrong. Well, that's why I don't even think he believes it because he doesn't know anything about it. Just like he only knows enough about the Illuminati to say surface level comments about it and be like, yeah, they're taking over the world. He doesn't know anything. He may not, but it, that's why privilege is dangerous sometimes, right? Because when you have it and then you also have it in conjunction with a platform, then you have a ton of people listening to this bullshit coming out of your mouth. Like, dude, the TikTok that I saw this on, it had hundreds of thousands of likes. So who knows how many millions of views and all of the comments were praising him saying finally someone had to say it i have to ask the same thing about like a candace owens or a tommy lauren and even fucking tucker carlson they can't possibly believe everything they're spewing they know that they're making shit up or lying or embellishing this is all so calculated to me and i don't honestly i don't know if that makes it better or worse this isn't the only time that he said something like this so when i was looking through all this shit i found like an old tiktok of some other thing he was doing where he was talking about how they and them is bullshit. I just, again, how he has like such the perfect spot to be like, yeah, that it is overcomplicated, but it doesn't need to be. And he just went the opposite direction. And it's well, like, do what you a mean because he's a man face. that presents as a woman like 90% of the time is why you're saying that? Like, do you think that he could have been like, I don't really have a label and like, who cares? Like that type of vibe? Is oh, what you're no, saying? not even. To just like acknowledge the community that he like has come from. Like how you said that all the people that have paved the way before him to get him to sit there. The way the conversation is set up 
is like, if you didn't know that this was gonna go how it goes, you could be optimistic still and be like, oh, maybe he's gonna take the conversation and give them a new perspective and kind of be the, like, the link between these thoughts that otherwise wouldn't be, no, because then he literally just is like, ah, all that other shit, they and them, like, Huh? Yeah, I think that I genuinely also like it's so hard for me to understand. Obviously, I am again not a part of these marginalized communities. But how can someone that is a gay man so comfortable with drawing a line for people? Like, aren't you scared they're just going to move the line further and further and then it's going to be you next? Like, okay, it's non-binary people today. Then they're not going to want gay white men in high heels and wigs. They probably don't want it now, but they're just agreeing with you because you're saying what they what they think. Exactly. That's what's hilarious about this is because he is saying exactly what they want to hear and he knows what to say and using like outrage tactics. And it's just such bullshit because the people he's pandering to wouldn't accept him as him so like him try oh, he's able to just harness all the hate that's where i guess i'm getting your ollie london reference from because what the fuck business does ollie london have with tucker carlson like tucker carlson doesn't even want ollie london to exist Talking about u.s school systems when he's from the uk it's like that irrelevant like i don't need to hear what jeffree star thinks about children being sexualized in school he doesn't know anything about it and i'm sure he didn't do any research just watching him say this shit i don't know how he could be so comfortable pandering because that is what this is pandering to people who had nothing to do with the reason why he's allowed to freely be himself but also if they had it their way wouldn't want him to be himself if he was someone who just said the opposite right he said let people be whatever the fuck they feel like being you know like who cares they would be eating his ass anyone up. with his, that the same agenda that he's now pushing with this is okay with the left as long as they denounce which he doesn't identify as being the left but as long as they denounce something that the right also denounces. So that's why Ollie London was fine. They're able to overlook him becoming a Korean woman, changing races and genders, and then changing back, and then complaining about the US school systems and how they made him do it, even though he wasn't in them. It's so frustrating to see such a privileged person doing this on a platform when there's so many people who identify as non-binary and otherwise who are fighting for their fucking lives right now, just to exist, just to be accepted, just to have contact with their families just to make it through another day. Meanwhile, he's literally like just throwing anything to the wall to see what sticks and just doesn't care who he fucks over in the process. And he's a huge fucking hypocrite because listen to this clip. It's just simple psychology. So yeah. when guys get bored of their whoever, they maybe they want to go to something else or maybe they've never explored because of religion and politics and their dumb parents teaching them that, hey, this is wrong and boys are blue and girls are pink. So now we live in a different world, I think. You can open up your mind, your hands, your mouth, your legs, and you can just be yourself. But can you though? Let me get this straight. <laughs> Cavemen, like everything was invented afterwards. So you mean like gender? <laughs> That's the whole thing is like sex and gender are not the same thing. And gender is all of the stuff that society has attached to the sexes to give them their distinct personalities, if you will. So him even bringing up fucking blue and pink, Jeffrey, you're literally sitting there in high heels, which are traditionally a few, like what the fuck? That's when your theory of maybe he is just doing it just to say it because that completely contradicts what you just said. Can people really just be who they are? Like who gives a fuck? Because people are actually trying to do that and you're telling them that it's stupid. So can they? That was pretty much it, but it infuriated me enough that I really wanted to bring it up and talk about it because I mean, come on, Jeffrey, like you are spineless. I just want to be like, he has to have friends, but I'm like, uh, I was going to say friends in the LGBT and then I was going to say, 
I don't think he has any just friends. Just his dogs. Besides <laughs> Shane and Rylan. But anyway, that's pretty much it. That's all I had for today. And I feel like we talked for a good amount. Not two hours today, but not too far off. Yeah, we were going to keep it short, but wow, uh, that was a lot. Um, I think that's it. Thank you for tuning into episode 35. We have made it. And thanks again to Paired for sponsoring this episode. Thank you guys so much. We love you and we will see you next Sunday. Night. Bye. Bye.